Scoob, do you realize where we are? No. Look around, man. The clean, modern aesthetic, the cool blue color palette. We're in Ikea. the Falcon Fury. Did you say Ikea? Nope, I said Falcon Fury, just like you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shaggy and Scooby were taken? Yeah. This blue light came down from the sky and beamed them up. I, I can't, I, I can't breathe. I'd have to assume that if they were with their friends, they wouldn't have been kidnapped. Okay, can you skip the emotional punishment? Hello everyone and welcome back to another Film Optics movie review. And today we are going to be reviewing Scoob. <laughs> Yoinks. Yoinks. I had to do that. I had to do that, Raggy. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't really uh, help myself there. But uh, I'm your host, Christian, and joining me is my co-host, Devin. How's your weekend been, man? Just been hanging out? Yeah, just hanging out, watching Scoob, yeah. playing Control a little bit. Yeah, pretty much the same here. Uh, I did a nice little live stream of The Last of Us uh, yesterday. I might do a little bit today, to be honest, because... Nothing. There's honestly like when when it, when it comes to streaming, I mean, I'm not like the best at it by any means. But there's something about streaming on a Sunday. It's just like a nice chill day. You know, you got nothing else really going on. You know, just preparing for the week, getting all your uh, chores done or whatever else you need to do out of the way, and just streaming, just having a nice little chill Sunday stream. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, my weekend's been pretty good though. I got some nice new headphones. They feel very weightless. They're actually amazing. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And yeah, watch some Scoob. So uh, before we begin today's review, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Music, Anchor, Podbean, and iHeartRadio, as well as TuneIn. So I actually forgot to address this on our previous um, news show, but uh, the winner of our uh, Skywalker Saga Digital Code giveaway was actually one of the uh, one of my friends that I met through Twitter, um, uh, Bantube Bamtube TV. Excuse me. Uh, definitely go check out his content. He is an amazing YouTuber. Has a lot of great uh, content on his channel. And yeah, uh, congratulations to him. I was, it, it's, it was weird because it, it was only for US and Canada only, and I forgot to put that in there. So, like, the first five people that I drew through Gleam.io were from like Germany, the UK. It wasn't going to work. And then I just kept drawing until I found someone, you know, either in America or Canada. And BamTube TV is Canadian. So, <laughs> it's fate. It's fate. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations to him on that. But uh, let's start our review here. I wanted to ask you, Devin, did you want to do more of a, um, you know, more of a non-spoiler and then get into the spoiler section? And of course, since this is a PG movie, let's try not to cuss. If we can help. Yeah. It. Yeah. For, for the kiddos out there, because it is a great kids movie. Um, I guess, well, let's just, let, yeah, let's just do a little bit of a non-spoiler section, you know, and then we'll just head into our spoiler section. So, um, yeah, so I, I wanted to get your first thoughts about the movie, because you just watched this yesterday, right? Yeah, last night. Last night. So, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, go, go ahead. Give your thoughts and feelings. And <laughs> yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I I was not a fan. I was I was really hoping they were gonna pull this one off. The, the trailers looked promising. I like the I like the voice acting cast they got. But then the movie that we got, I just they they just made some mistakes that we'll talk about later. Uh, I'm sad to hear that, David. <laughs> I actually really liked it. <laughs> and I read online that this movie was very divisive across the Scooby fan base. Um, and I think I know why, but I kind of knew something's going in. It wasn't necessarily a spoiler. It's, it was a movie that they actually, or like a special, a TV special that they did of Hello? Scooby's origin. And I think that's the reason why people are a little weirded out about it. Um, I love the trailers as well. And I was very pumped for this movie. And uh, for everyone out there, uh, Scoob is available on video on demand. That's just the digital version of the film. You can find it at any major, um, any retailer between like Amazon, Voodoo, iTunes, um, et cetera, et cetera. And it's $20 to rent for, for, for a 48-hour period. And it's only for an extra $5, you can own it. So I actually thought that was a pretty nice marketing ploy for this movie um, going in because I know a lot of people are kind of iffy about the whole, you know, spend 20 bucks on watching it for a 40-hour period. And then people would say, oh, well, you know, you spend that much at a movie theater. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I spend that much at a movie theater, but not for a ticket itself. But that's just because we both have, well, or had, until further notice, the AMC. Rip. Rip, yeah. Well, ho- hopefully hopefully Amazon will pick them up. That, that was a very, very interesting uh, rumor there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, um, I, I did enjoy the, uh, the voice casting a lot. Um, I didn't even look to see who was in this movie until afterwards. Um, but I, I, th- I thought it was pretty, I thought it was a perfect family movie um, that kids can enjoy. And, you know, I... I, I I love the animation as well. It was amazing. And, you know, it, it was a movie not about the, you know, the bad guys or the quote-unquote the villains because every t- with, with Scooby-Doo, uh, with the shows, it the, I, 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 the moral lesson between it is that, you know, um, that there are, there are no such things as monsters. It's humans who are the monsters themselves. Hence, you know, the, the unmasking and what have you. But Old man Jenkins. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids. But, yeah, um, that, that's pretty much all I had to say, you know, overall, you know, generic-wise. Um, you know, I, I love the story beats. It, it was a bit cheesy at times, but the music, the soundtrack was fantastic. Uh, the jokes I thought landed a lot, you know, a lot of pop culture references, um, and again, Harry Potter reference, so they got me there. But um, yeah, let's. Um, did you want to just head on into our uh, spoiler section now? Yeah. All right, everyone. So we're gonna head into the spoiler section. I'm gonna play a quick um, little clip of the movie, and then that'll just indicate into our spoiler section. So um, here we go. But we're not going to make a habit out of this. Right, Scoop? Right. 
Hello? Anybody home? Here you go, Shaggy. Great things the bundles go. It's a ghost! Guys, there's no such thing as ghosts. All right, and we are back. So from here on out, these are um, we're going to be talking all spoilers, everything for Scoob, and let's just dive right in, man. So Scooby is like a descendant of like Alexander <laughs> Alexander's the Great's dog, um, which which kind of comes back to what I was saying in the non-spoiler section. There was a um, TV special. I actually watched the movie up from the film theorists. Uh, it came out a few days ago before the movie, and he was explaining how Scoob is like, quote unquote, like an alien. And apparently, there, there's this really weird special with Scooby Doo. It's just pretty much explaining why Scooby can talk. Um, do I think it's needed? No. I mean, it's interesting, but I didn't really necessarily think that was needed. But, um, yeah, what, what what were your thoughts about the uh, the movie? Now that we you know we can kind of talk about it freely. Yeah, my my biggest issue with the movie is that it's it's really not a Scooby Doo mystery movie. Mm-hmm. It's basically they're just they basically just use this movie to set up their Hanna Barbera universe, which is so strange and not needed because. At the first 15 minutes of the movie, I, I really enjoyed because it's the gang getting together, solving mysteries, having fun. That's what Scooby-Doo is. But then they all get split up and then these new characters come in and we don't really care about these characters, but they force them upon us. Like, what is his name? Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. <laughs> Please, sir. And, Blue Falcon was my father. No. <laughs> and DD Skies. Like... Yeah, they just they just like went away from the formula of Scooby Doo, like solving mysteries, and then just put him into like a weird superhero movie, and it just did not work. I don't think. Okay, I I definitely understand where you're coming from. I think the reason why I liked it so much was because it wasn't just another, you know, classic Scooby Doo, you know, mystery solving movie. It was more of you know, oh, like, oh, like it, it was a mystery between, you know, within the group themselves. And obviously w- with the mystery, it, it's probably Scooby and, you know, oh, like, why can he talk and why is he like special, blah, 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 blah. I mean, th- that was like common, like kids trope stuff. That's more of, you know, th- I feel like that part of the movie definitely appeals more to kids than adults. Um, but I do agree. You know, the first 15 minutes was was amazing. It was, you know, it was heartfelt. It kind of, uh, so I didn't know, like, it's Shaggy's real name. What was it? Did he say? Oh my gosh, he he said he said his real name was like I think it started with a Z or something, uh, Zelliot or something like that. And then he's like, oh, but like all my friends call me Shaggy. Um, you know, we sh- we see that you know Shaggy doesn't really have a lot of friends. Um, growing up, and you know, he runs into to Scooby in some classic wacky way, and <laughs> like, and 
I don't know what it is. The the whole officer scene when he's like, oh, is this your dog? And he's like, what's his first name? He's like, oh, Scooby, middle name. And, and I was like, okay. Like, it, it is funny, but then, like, kind of ex- explains right after, after he gives, you know, Scooby, Dooby Doo. And he was like, oh, well, you know, there's, like, if, if the pet has a middle name, then I can't do anything about it. Sorry, those are the rules. Like, it was weird, but it was wacky and funny at the same time because that's just something you would expect from, like, a kid's movie. It doesn't need to be, like, a lot of explanation, um, especially for a family movie, but... Um, I, I do I do hear what you're saying. I just feel I, I really just like the others, you know, they kind of went a different direction with it. But it just it just feels like the gang took a backseat, like they barely did anything in the movie. And these new these new people just, just came in and did everything. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah, and I could definitely see that. I think Daphne's um in the, like I mean, you know, you had Simon there, and you know they're they're trying to create their. Oh boy, that that Simon joke really, <laughs> really went on for a while. I actually thought it was pretty funny because especially just, when they he's just <laughs> so irrelevant nowadays. Like, what is? Yeah, it's so weird. I uh, it it, it should have been someone from The Voice. I feel like that would have been more of a updated, you know, reference. It's and- just so random. <laughs> Yeah, it really was. It was like Simon Cowell. But like what I really enjoy is when they find, you know, when they uh Scooby and Shaggy first meet Simon and then they just bust out Shallow from a Stars. That was, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. But I I you know, like like I said the the song choices were like amazing as soon as it uh, starts off, you know, you get the the Warner Brothers um signal and then it switches uh straight over to <laughs> Wag Studios or whatever it was. And then, you know, you get the California bump in and whatnot. So that, that was awesome. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Simon being there, you know, I guess they just had to throw someone in there. And it's like, oh, why not just have someone there that people recognize? Well, I mean, do kids recognize who Simon Cowell is? Probably no, not. No. No way. <laughs> Maybe it should have been, like, someone like Ninja or something like that. I don't oh, know. Oh, God. I mean, he, he appeals don't. to kids. I, I know. I don't, I don't like him either. He, I mean, he appeals to kids, like, definitely. But, you know, um, it's obviously Shaggy and Scooby are, like, the glue or, like, the heart that keeps the game together because everyone else, you know, Velma, Daphne, and Fred are so, you know, sound and they're more logical. Um, but, I mean, it was, you know, well, like, I guess it, I've been going on for this for a while, but what did you think of the villain, uh, Dastardly? Dick Dastardly. (laughs) The villain was like surprisingly had depth, like something you just would not expect in a Scooby Doo movie. But the villain had like a pretty interesting backstory and actually had solid motivations, which was weird, but kind of a pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah, I I I would say like he was he was trying to find his his long lost. What was that? Was it a dog? I don't even know. Yeah. What that was. Well, have have you? Uh, do you did you did you recognize the dog? Because the dog, like that's part of Warner Bros. Like I don't know. I can't remember. I, I think all these characters are like in past properties, but yeah. I never really watched. Yeah, I've I've definitely I, I definitely you know Dick Dastardly and then his dog, and I've seen them around before, and it's obviously definitely like a Warner Brothers property. I it's I've seen them a lot on Boomerang when I was like growing up, but that was like. Before our time, when it came to cartoons, 
Um, obviously, you know, Scooby-Doo in itself has been, you know, remade for newer generations. I remember um, What's New Scooby-Doo. That was like kind of our, or at least my um, introduction to Scooby-Doo. I mean, like I knew about the other ones, but it was a more updated version. And, you know, you had all the Scooby movies and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I, I would definitely agree. Um, Dick Dashley definitely had a lot of um, depth played by Jason Isaacs. And I actually didn't realize Will Forte was played, you know, by. Uh, <laughs> so I guess his name is Shaggy Rogers. Is that Shaggy? His last yeah. name? But like, yeah, okay. But he said his name was something else when he was a kid. Do you remember that? And he's like, what all my. I remember, I remember I said something, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But, it was weird, though. And also, I wanted to. So is, is Velma. Hispanic because she kind they of sure th- made her seem like it in this movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I mean, it's fine, but it's just I just thought I mean, she's obviously the the voice actress is Gina Rodriguez, so yeah, she's obviously Hispanic. So I don't know if she tried to make her seem that way or if there was a if it was a character choice. But yeah, I don't know. But I definitely just, it seems sorry. like they just threw it in there. Okay, yeah, and that that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe it was just kind of like a one off type of thing because I'm like, I don't know if they've ever like i mean like i mean yeah like they're white like i I don't really need to know like that much of a backstory but i mean it i mean it works it's whatever but uh zach afron as uh fred was actually <laughs> didn't i'm surprised i didn't recognize his voice like i actually liked fred a lot in this movie um <laughs> i just wish he like actually did stuff yeah. Didn't really do anything. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the gang is, you know, essentially trying to figure out what happened to Shaggy and Scooby. And then, you know, it, it was mainly focusing on them, which I, I totally get. Um, <laughs> and then you get uh, Ken Jong as uh, Dino Mutt. <laughs> he just, okay, he just carried, he carried the whole team. <laughs> he, re- he literally did. Literally did. Um, I did like Daphne's one scene when they, when they go to the bowling alley. And, you know, they're talking to the the employer there or whatever. And she's like, she's like, yeah, like, you know, they were taken by, like, you know, these evil guys. And then <laughs> Daphne's like, I, I, I can't breathe. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was funny, but she was, like, so flustered that Shaggy and Scooby were, like, taken by, like, these unknown, you know, um, people or, like, the Blue Falcon or whatever. She was just, like, so flustered. I don't know why. I just thought that was a really funny, like, one-off type uh, uh, line that she had there. I think one of the funniest jokes was when they're at the bowling, bowling alley talking to that employee and she was like, yeah, they took this guy who, who started off sentences with like a lot. And then uh, I think it was, it might've been Daphne who was like, it's almost like it was an old man who thinks that's what a teenage hippie sounds like. Yeah. It was <laughs> it's like, yeah, I would assume if their friends would have been with them, they probably would not have been taken. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> and then <laughs> Velma was like, all right, I, I, enough of the emotional punishment. Let's 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 focus here. But um, yeah, I I will say one of the <laughs> sorry, I'm looking at IMDb and I lo- it's just really funny and weird when it's like Simon Cow voices Simon Cow, <laughs> but like obviously yes, that was him. But um. Yeah, I I will say uh, I do agree with you when you know you're talking about how the gang took a back seat on this, which they definitely did. Uh, what like besides 
I actually thought he was, I thought he was good enough. Like I thought he was funny. Like he's kind of that coward who, you know, who resembles Shaggy in a lot of ways. And I, I do like how they went into depth with, you know, uh, when they when Shaggy and uh, Scooby first meet Blue Falcon, they're like, "You're not Blue Falcon, you know." It's it's a little bit different, and he has all this stuff. And then Dynamite's like, "Oh, you know, like I told you that, you know, pe- people wouldn't recognize you." And he's like, "Oh, he's like, I'm, I'm Blue Falcon's uh, the original Blue Falcon's son," and I really like it how they kind of related Shaggy to um, Blue Falcon just because, well, especially with Blue Falcon. When, you know, he's saying, hey, he's like, I'm not my father. You know, he's like, there's all this extreme pressure on me to, you know, become a part of the team. And obviously Shaggy and Scooby kind of felt useless within their own team, especially when, you know, they're trying to make the Mystery Van or Mystery Inc. um, a successful business. And they felt like, you know, they didn't really have their own real role within their own group. And I feel like Blue Falcon felt the same way. Because you had Dynamite and uh, Dee Dee Skies, you know, doing all the work. And he's just kind of there. But, like, he's kind of a mess up, like Shaggy. And even when uh, Shaggy was, like, <laughs> when Shaggy was, like, <laughs> grilling him about the, um, you know, trying to figure out why he needs his father approval, I thought that was really good. But uh, w- what did you think of Blue Falcon? I thought he was all right. It was, yeah. was kind of weird at the end how he just like kind of became, became a superhero. Yeah, like out of nowhere. Yeah, because he was white. I, I did really like. I did really like Dino Mutt. Thought he was pretty cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> he he was actually pretty sweet. And it was it was funny how like you know Shaggy and Scooby like right off the like oh my god that's Dino Mutt you know like Blue Falcon never leaves. Uh, uh, leaves the uh, you know g- goes out on adventures or solves crimes without him. And then Dynamite, you know, he's like, oh, he's like, I told, I told you, you know, this is kind of a weird situation. But I thought, like, when, well, no, sorry, when Blue Falcon was like, oh, him you remember, but you can't recognize me. And it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if, if you change up your suit a little bit, it's from a, from a super fans, they're going to take notice to that for sure. But uh, yeah. what did you think of the, the Cerberus at the end? um i thought it i thought it looked kind of rough i don't know if that's just me but it was just like weirdly green it just didn't look great yeah i thought the animation in general was kind of inconsistent like some parts looked really good but then some parts looked like a weird youtube kids channel (laughs) yeah there's there's that weird kind of like still image slash not still image i I, it's kind of like uh with I think it's like Star Wars, like Galaxy Adventures or something on YouTube where the animation looks good, but at the same time, it's kind of off. But yeah, I don't know. I, I would have to watch it again to see if I noticed that because when, when I was watching it, I, I thought it looked fine, um, but it may, maybe it was just all the kind of TV I had or something. I really don't know. Um, whenever whenever I saw Dick Dastardly on screen, I just kept thinking of the Lazy Town villain. Oh yeah, what was his name? Robbie Rotten. That's right. Was wasn't he like all about like not exercising or something? I can't remember. There was something weird. Yeah, but. something like that. <laughs> but um, I think, oh my god. So I guess what, what was like your, um, like the 
funniest part in the movie to you or like your your favorite moment? Either the the bowling alley scenes <laughs> or the um the shallow scene that you mentioned. Yeah, the shallow scene was great. I think my funniest or excuse me, my favorite moment from this movie was when the gang gets pulled over by Dick Dastardly, but he's like a super attractive cop and, you know, Fred just drools all over him. <laughs> and then he finally reveals that, oh, you know, he's Dick Dastardly and he's like, I'm so confused and I have so many questions. <laughs> he was thrilled. It's like his, his entire world just like was crashing around him. I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, that that in the bowling alley scene for sure. But yeah, the shallow, and I was very surprised they put that in there. But also when um, when, when they're kids, and Shaggy's trying to figure out what Velma was for Halloween, and I forgot which court justice she said, and he's he was like, oh, he's like he's like, are you a, a character from Harry Potter? <laughs> he's like, which house are you? He's like Gryffindor, and she said the person's name, and he's like, oh, Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I've heard that person's name before, and I hear they're very ruthless. And as soon as he, as soon as he said Slytherin, I was like, yeah, that 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 makes sense. But uh, really quick, what did you think of the cavemen? <laughs> like, on see, my my parents like mentioned seeing him in the trailer, or like, because I'd never heard of him before. But apparently, he's he was in like kids' cartoons and like a while ago. Oh, was he? Oh, did oh, so you watch it with your parents? No, but oh. I watched it with my sister. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got you. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else is that going to I mean, it, w- it was Tracy Morgan, so that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> he was, like, crazy strong, though. Like, you know, he had to get those three dog heads. And I thought the big reveal was, like, oh, yeah, you know, Scooby's, like, an alien um, from, like, it's a descendant of, like, this alien entity, and, you know, they, they can't take forms of humans. They can only take forms of, like, you know, dogs or, like, um, you know, other creatures, which happens, and it's it's a Scooby-Doo special that happened. I can't remember the name of it. If anyone knows, leave it in the comment section down below on YouTube or tweet at us and let us know. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to link you that video as well from film theorists it came out a few days before uh the movie um i think it was like wednesday or thursday or something like that so and i, I was kind of reluctant to click on it and then he had started off you know just talking about scooby-doo and it was like how there's two different parallel it, you'll just have to watch it it's pretty cool but uh would you watch this film again or no uh probably not okay i got you i I would for sure if you know if someone hasn't seen it, um, I would definitely sit down. I, like you know, in in a group setting, I would probably want to watch. Mean, it. I mean, if you got if you got kids over, you pop this thing on, oh, and yeah. they are good to go. Set. Yeah, or even like okay. So when I went to my uncle's a few months ago, um, uh, I was hanging out with my cousin and him and his girlfriend and a few few of his friends. I'd never seen Venom. And I'm not the biggest fan of Venom, but um, they were trying to figure out the way to watch it. So I just popped it up on my laptop, connected it to the TV. And I was like, hey, like, I I thought, um, I don't think I had it through Voodoo, but I found a site that had, like, a pretty good 
um, quality version of it. So, but like it was a lot of fun just watching it with other people and seeing what their reactions were. But I definitely wouldn't watch like a movie like Scoob or Venom by myself. It would definitely have to be in like a group setting because it's just one of those movies that are, it's more enjoyable when you have multiple people watching at once. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you just look at each other during the jokes. And- <laughs> Yeah. See if they landed or not. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like it, it's it's great to get out, of it. and it really does give like you know us a chance to see other you know other people's like initial reactions, or you know when someone's like, oh, like I've seen this movie, and you know blah 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 blah, whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah, there was actually um, there's a uh, podcast, an upcoming podcast uh, called Cinema District. Um, been talking to uh, their uh, creators over there on. Um, on twitter and they would definitely like to uh you know collab with us at some point in time you know do some movie reviews which is awesome we're always down for that and um they they had listened to our review of little women i was like oh wow you know like it's it's just it's cool to you know have other people listen to your stuff and give give their thoughts and opinions on it like their initial reactions but uh would you want uh let's get into uh final scores then yeah. All right. Out of a hundred, um Scooby Snacks. Yeah, out of a hundred Scooby Snacks, what would you give uh Scoob? Uh fifty-five. Fifty-five? Oh man. Like that's a bummer, dude. I just wish they <laughs> didn't make it a Hanna Barbera universe setting up movie and they made it an actual Scooby Doo mystery solving and the gang involved movie. It would have been cool if they had like a a more in-depth mystery that they had to solve. Yeah. Because like we mentioned, the first 15 minutes, we both really liked it, but then they just immediately went away from that. Yeah, the, yeah, the, they did. It was kind of... Well, like, another thing, I actually forgot to mention this during the non-spoiler section, the intro that they do after, you know, um, during the montage, as they're like the first 15, 20 minutes, we're like, oh, you know, I wish you did this more often. That's like cut for cut. Like the original Scooby Doo yeah. intro, which I, I kn- really, I knew really little little kid me recognized that. Yeah, and especially those, the way all those they, monsters. Yeah, and, and the way you know the way that they were running, the way Shaggy kind of like leans forward and runs, you know, the way that he does. Um, I thought that was really awesome, like for sure. But so you gave it a fifty-five. Um, I'm going to I, I'm going to give it a solid seventy-five. I know on Letterboxd, I gave it a four out of five, but, you know, their rating system is a little bit different. But I'll give it a solid 75 out of 100. I really did enjoy this movie. I think it's the perfect family movie. I think it's better than The Willoughby's. I honestly think it's one of the best animated animated um, uh, movies that we've seen uh, this year. Um I mean, definitely onward. It was was a lot better. Um, yeah, my sister was like, "This might be the best movie I've seen this year," and I was like, um, "I mean, onward, hello, <laughs> onward." Would like to have a word, right? It was like, "Hello." Uh, yeah, I, I would. I mean, out of I mean, we we've been doing a lot of the reviews that we've been doing so far have been animated. Just overall, I kind of was kind of was looking back and was like, oh, wow, like we did one for, you know, this, this is our Scoob review. Did one for Star Wars Clone Wars Season 7. We did one for Solar Opposites, The Willoughbys. Our, our next review is turning <laughs> live action. Yeah, our, our next review is and live getting action. A little, getting a little raunchier. 
Oh yeah. So we got some some nice some nice uh, lovebirds will be our next review that comes out this coming up Friday, um, May twenty second. So and th- that will be coming out on Netflix, which I'm actually very excited. And yes, it, it's mean, so much easier. You, you know what? I'm into, like for smaller films. Do you find it easier just to watch them at home, or would you rather watch them in the theater, or would you rather just watch blockbusters, save those for like the bigger movies for theater events? I'd always just rather watch it in the theater. Yeah, it's just the experience. Yeah, that is true because I feel like if I watch. Scoob in a theater. I probably would have liked it more, and I probably would have gave it a little bit more of a higher score because you get everyone's initial reaction. I kind of go back and forth sometimes because I mean, going to the movie theaters, you know, uh, like uh, decades ago, w- was more of like it, it. It was like an event, like back when you know, like motion pictures were first like popping up, and you know, people would get dressed up, go to you know, go go to the theater and. And watch a and, and and watch a film. Now it's you know obviously more laid back, more laxed. Um, I definitely do miss the theaters. Um, there might like once this you know whole COVID nineteen is over. I'm not gonna lie. The, there is gonna be like a little part of me is kind of like man. I wish I could just watch like the films that I know that I'm probably not gonna really enjoy if I can just watch those at home and then. For like, I would say like mid tier and up, watch all of those in the theaters. But I mean, who's to say what? Uh, th- this might be the new business mar- model moving forward. We don't know. Um, I'm hoping a lot of these studios don't pull Universal and you know get canned from Regal and AMC uh, theaters. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, we'll have to see. But. Um, I think I've gone on here long enough. Um, so that was our review of Scoob. I wanted to thank Devin, as always, for coming on and reviewing this with me. And as we said before, uh, we will be reviewing uh, Lovebirds. It comes out this coming up uh, Friday. So that will be our next uh, review for this coming up Sunday. And, of course, you can check out our previous uh, news show where we talk everything Mandalorian um and just uh, robert pattinson being actually we actually forgot about that with him trolling fans saying that he's not going to work out for batman but yeah yeah he uh he fooled him <laughs> he did but not only do we have lovebirds coming out next week the week after that 10 days from now we will be watching hbo max Devin comes out on oh, a yeah. wednesday so that definitely gives us enough time to sit down with the um, you know w- with the streaming software and kind of give our first uh, thoughts. So that'll be on Sunday, uh, May thirty first. Will probably will probably be our HBO Max review, and then the twenty fourth coming up will be our Lovebirds review. So that pretty much does it for this um, podcast review. Again, you can listen to us on you know Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. If you're listening, give us a like and a subscribe on YouTube. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate us and review us. Let us know how you know if, if you like our stuff, how we sound, and you know we definitely want to. Well, I mean, I've said it. Time and time again, you know, we, we just want to give you guys the best entertainment, the best uh, podcast uh, content that we can deliver. Um, definitely would like to uh, start doing that a little bit more and more. But also, really quick, I will be 
uh, joining the Music City Drive-In on a live podcast coming up later today. I guess they want to talk about the 2017 Oscars and all the snubs from that year. So I've been slowly making my list throughout the day. So that'll be fun. I think they'll be streaming that um, on YouTube. I think they have a YouTube channel. But I'll let you know. I'll tweet out about it. And again, you can uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, Film Optics. Optics is spelled O-P-T-I-X. Same thing with Instagram. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace. What this could be to, we're coming after you. You're gonna-